0: Come this Are you going home for the Christmas? My mother's funeral. I'm doing something similar. My brother he's in with the luggage. Hi, Louis. It's cold weather. Mom's gone forever. No, there's just you to look after me. Yeah. Was it homemade? No. I have very sad news. I don't know the guy. Why would he have you down as his next of kin if you weren't? they sent him here for you and they cannot send them back he's no butcher for that the twentieth 21st is his brother's funeral get him here to me for that are you sure you can't push by a few days in a word no I'm not driving to Northern Ireland I want to go to Boston you want to go all the way across the country there what's that? eco-friendly biodegradable very safe the only way to tell if someone is your real friend is to spend lots of hours in a row with them do you like living in I have a girlfriend well done I cannot heat up your food. Oh, no, sorry. Not alone in Three here? minutes. We're nearly there. Jesus. Jesus. Take whatever you want. There's 28 quid in No, no, no. That's our dad's old air gun. It's a gun. Bonnie and Clyde. We're being charged with armed robbery and illegal possession of the corpse. Is it? It's a Volvo. It's got a budgie coffin on the roof. Coffin for budgies? No, not a coffin for budgies. a coffin with budgies on it. I
1: don't know what I was thinking. We gotta turn ourselves in. Stop
0: the car! Sometimes you have to do what you think's right, even though other people say it isn't. This
1: has become an international incident.
0: Are we good? You Take your out.
1: Are you stuck too? Run, Louis!
0: Come back and let me hit you!
1: Mary, think I'm a coward? I'm a hero.
0: Are they not trying to do a decent thing in their own way? Let's do this together. Grab my hand, and at one step at the second. Whatever impulse made you come here today, cherish it, because that is love. You're listening to Irish Radio Canada's Home and Abroad, and we just heard from Fiona Clark all about the Cork International Film Festival, and you heard her mention as we wrapped up that they premiered, The Last Rite in 2019. And that is the movie that is being representing Ireland at the EU Film Festival in Canada this year. And uh, Eva Creighton is our Creighton. I'm going to have to. Eva Creighton. I'm going to have to. I'm I'm reading. I know I'm reading over here. The Last Rite, which is the Irish entry in the EU Film Festival in Canada this year. And Eva Creighton is the writer-director of The Last Right, and Aoife is here with me. And it is a comedy that is based in West Cork, and it heads from West Cork up to the northern tip of Ireland. And some of the great movies we have seen coming out of Ireland have been shot and representing rural Ireland in the last few years. Aoife, thanks a million for coming along, and great to have you here.
1: Oh well, thanks for having me. I'm delighted to be to be on the show, so thank you.
0: <laughs> and uh, the last right, which is going to screen, and that is um, can't minimise. I'm going to have to edit in here too. That's okay. Oh
1: yeah, I'm sure you, you, you can. I, um, it's,
0: e- it's easy for me. It's just again that I bring it up in the right order. Um, oh yeah. And the last right, which is going to screen on 26 November and 27 November, it'll be available on those dates, uh, across the country. And, uh, we're going to hear from Aoife. Aoife, thanks a million. Uh, at the last right. Tell us about What, where, where's, what, what is it? It's, and it's not R-I-T-E, it's R-I-G-H-T.
1: Yes, exactly, yes, R I G H D. yeah. Um, well, it came about, the idea was sparked by, I heard um, a lovely Radio 4 documentary about this really wonderful man in Amsterdam who took it upon himself to give um, really thoughtful funerals to people who had no one else to bury them. Um, and I was really touched by, by him doing that and his kind of the, the care and the love that he put into it. Um and I thought that I probably wouldn't get the rights to do his story because I thought that if anyone is listening to it, they probably <laughs> do it. And so I just wanted to make my own story that kind of was, yeah, had the, had the same kind of theme of love and compassion, I suppose, in, in a compassion for strangers, I suppose. And um, and so I, and then at the same time, I heard the story, the true story of a friend of mine, her dad. And had fallen out with his brother many years before, and he went to get in touch with his brother had emigrated to america and when he went to get in touch with him um he couldn't so he hired a, anyway, he hired the private detective and he discovered that his he'd been buried on hard Island in New York in an unmarked grave for years and um, and then and he had him exhumed and brought his body home to be buried in Kerry. And I thought I just found that very moving, that it, the, his kind of need to to be reunited with his brother, even in death, and 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 how much it meant to him to have that his body wasn't left in an unmarked grave in New York, that it was with the rest of the family in in Kerry, um even even in death. <laughs> and so I just thought that was very moving, and that that was kind of the origin of the story, basically. And then I myself have been living in the UK for. Um, since I uh, graduated college, so it's um I I I love Ireland and I I often have a, a pang for it and kind of you know I'm, I'm always kind of thinking about when when I'll go home and and you know like that kind of thing so I um that that was yeah that that's how so, it started.
0: So um, this is your first full feature. Yes. 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 And. <laughs> Prior to this, had you done some shorts?
1: Yes, I'd made two shorts prior to this and i I started out in theatre where i I'd studied um drama at Trinity in Dublin, and so it was kind of part of the drum talk of the players and and filmmakers, which is a new society there hey. and um, so any anyway, but I, I so I, I loved directing actors like in theatre but I preferred film as a medium right. so I kind of I, I still love working with actors um, and did loads of um I did a few kind of was had a, a play worked with actors in a play in the Edinburgh Fringe um a comedy ch- uh troupe <laughs> and if we did some some Irish people might know them actually dead cat bounce and um, they're brilliant brilliant guys and I, I worked with they're kind of they had an incarnation before that and um, called Las Albatross, and um, so okay. we kind of had great times in the Edinburgh Festival and um, and then but then I, I worked I went over and worked in film in the UK independent kind of film industry and um, kind of worked my I wanted to get experience across the board and I know lots of people go to film school but um I didn't go that route I kind of decided to learn in the industry by being like assistant like in post production and um, kind of just learning however I could, and then um, making
0: sure it's at the same time so for the first full length i 'm impressed with the list of actors and you 've been able to uh, yeah. corral. <laughs> I know I was so lucky, wasn't I? <laughs> you, you know they feel like Colin Meaney in there, Jim Norton, um, and when I looked at the the trailer, I'm looking at I said, "Yeah, I recognise these faces." You you managed to get a tremendous cast and pull them together. Was that difficult as a novice? Uh, yeah, teacher?
1: yeah. I mean, it it what I mean, I'm still kind of counting my lucky stars. We were like that. They they um was yeah just so lucky they they really responded to the script i think which was um which was which was great and um then it was i suppose a mix of in the usual things you know (laughs) luck involved as well and then um, the producer pippa knows um I guess she used contacts that she had, and um their agents were all really great. They were because I think sometimes stuff doesn't get past the gates, you know, in terms of, um so so it it did in in our instances, and and that was brilliant. And you know, I, I'm a big fan of Succession. Like I absolutely love it, and I had been watching that a lot, um, and of when we were um, Brian Cox when we were going out to him, so I, I really couldn't believe that, you know, Logan Roy was about to be on set.
0: <laughs> Likewise, getting funds together for a first feature film can be a major challenge. You got over yeah. that hurdle as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that was a big one. <laughs> um, that It started with um, the Irish Film Board, who are now called Screen Ireland, they were really supportive. I wrote a first draft of the script, like I just wrote a kind of um, it was kind of my first proper script and I just went for it and had a lot of fun doing it and then that script, um, the Irish Film Board funded a second draft of that and so that kind of established the relationship with them and then um, I, I can't even remember, it's terrible, but um, E1 coming on board was a big turning point as well, the distributor, so um, the combination of Green Ireland support and um, E1, the distributor, um, was was pretty big, and they were both really supportive. I have to say, of um, me as a first time director, and um, they were really encouraging. So that was that that was pr- pretty big. I mean, although there, there were like there were so many nerve wracking meetings to kind of go through. It's like I kind of I, I still remember that that meeting with E1 with the whole bunch of people around the table where I had to like. Basically, you know, pitch myself and convince them that I could do it, and it was like the like the nerves beforehand. Or... But actually, the scariest meeting I remember having was with the the residents on Ratlin Island <laughs> because they had to determine um, whether or not we could shoot there. And I remember thinking at the time. I've been through so many terrifying meetings to get to this point, but actually this meeting with these lovely because there was um, an amazing woman who was super helpful and um, called Marina on the island, who basically was kind of the gatekeeper of the island. And so right. if she had said no, it would be no, no, like you know, she no chance. And um, so anyway, sorry, that was an aside, but it just reminded me.
0: <laughs> and when you mentioned Rattle 9, of course the the uh, story goes from West Cork to Rattlin Island, in, yeah. uh, in, in, with a variety of escapades that uh, involve, as uh, uh, transporting a colourful uh, biodegradable casket yeah. on, <laughs> on the roof of a Volvo across Ireland, Ireland and uh, the antics that would go with any such journey are depicted in in it. Um, yeah the the um i i can only imagine it must have been an awful lot of fun even to take what you had written and to see it then come to fruition to the point where you're there and the cameras are rolling
1: yeah yeah it was probably more fun in hindsight <laughs> i know i mean it it was fun but it was um we had a, a crazy schedule i mean probably a lot of first-time directors, I don't know, might share the sentiment. I think even directors who are, have done loads of films still say that, you know, the shoot itself is can be terrifying. I mean, it's also exhilarating, and it's it's there were so many great moments, and it was, um, yeah, there were lots of times kind of standing, and because the journey to get there had been difficult, that it was like, oh gosh, this is great. to We're shooting this scene now. It's 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 great, and um, so it was yeah it was there there were loads of those moments and to see the kind of um to see it come to life um after having you know actually written it myself and especially when it started out so it was literally just me and me and the script you know me and the computer it was nice to see um to, to see gosh this this actually works you know in terms of the, even the dream of life process, you know, in terms of you write something by yourself and then suddenly you look up and there's like, you know, 60 people standing around making it happen. It's like that's that was pretty inspiring.
0: And it all comes from two people who happen to find themselves sitting on a plane going home for, uh, as you say, the, the um, brother wanting to repatriate his his deceased brother and the other going home for a funeral and striking up a relationship. Um, the last right, as we said, is screening November 26th, November 27th. Uh, you can get full details at www.cfi.icf.ca slash forward EUFF and the UFF stands for EU Film Festival. And, um, it runs for 107 minutes. Prior to this, if you've had it in other festivals, we mentioned you uh, premiered in Cork last year. Uh, where, else yeah. have, where else have you yeah. had screenings?
1: And that was um, like Cork was was, was a, a great. I mean, it is a great festival. But that was that was great fun, and we won the audience award there as well, which was right. which was lovely. And um, but they yeah, this time last year, and then it's um, it's been in. Gosh, I'm probably gonna draw it's. Because COVID, so it was released in cinema. It premiered in Cork in November last year, then it was released in cinemas in Ireland in December, and then in the New Year, COVID sort of happened, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which disrupted its um its run a little bit. I suppose as as it has so many films. Um. So, but it's we were so we were supposed to be we were in a, a love festival in Moscow. no, sorry, yeah, Moscow. Um. That I was supposed to go to just as. The lockdown happened.
0: So, if I, during the lockdown, as you say, it's restricted the ability to get it out into general circulation and people to get to see it. So, what are you working on now?
1: I love writing, so I, I, I do feel really lucky in that I'm kind of I'm at my happiest when I'm writing. Um, anyway, so uh, at the moment I'm working on um, it's. Uh, actually quite exciting it's a, a, it's a TV series it's with a very exciting um, I, I just realised as I'm saying it I'm not sure the deal is going through so I'm not sure if I should be putting it on a live radio <laughs> or 100. but it's, um, it's with a very exciting um, US TV, like a, a TV um, studio in America that have made some of the best television in in like
0: this. Well, that's in, so Of,
1: of TV, in, like they're like my heroes, basically. So I'm right. so excited about that. It's a drama comedy set in Dublin in the 90s um, about a band a lot of music in you know, it like a music that kind of comes from organically from from the story and um also really excitingly it's in association with uh, snow patrol the the band and um, mm-hmm. who I've been a big fan of for, for years and so their right Gary Lifebody um is writing all the the songs and the, the music of the band uh, um and then we'll have loads of other musicians involved as well so that's that's um that's I, I'm, and I love that's a it's a it's a lovely one it's 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 really it's it's a really good one <laughs> and then I'm also um if I may say so myself gosh it's still <laughs> it's still it's still in the writing stage has a a pilot script So that right. at the stage right. of it. then I'm also I'm working on an animation and um, a feature film animation about a little mouse right. um so that's that's a really that's quite a timely one it's about a little mouse that can um, basically, take, yeah. I shouldn't again, I should, but it's a little nice you can take on the kind of suffering of of, um, of the you know the city around her. So that's um, right. it's it's quite a quite a nice one. But you know, of it's it's kind of funny as well. I mean, I lo- I love Pixar movies um, and and DreamWorks movies. But, so it's it's kind of you know inspired by by them.
0: Right. Excellent. Fantastic. Well, Eva, it's been a real pleasure chatting. and I I look forward to uh, the release particularly of the animation and uh, maybe we'll be able to have an animated chat at some stage (laughs) that
1: would be be good well thank you so much, thank you for having me it was lovely to talk to you